All right, everybody, welcome to the Good Old Boy Podcast. Good old boys talking about good old stuff. In the studio today, I've got my good buddy here, Mr. Jonathan Randolph. Welcome. Thanks for coming over. Oh, man, appreciate it. Thanks for having me over. Yeah. Got the kids down? Two out of three. (laughs) That ain't bad. (laughs) Two out of three ain't bad. Hang that up on the wall. That's a W. (laughs) Oh, man, I'll take it. (laughs) What's been going on, man? Oh, nothing, man. Uh, Same old stuff, but... I've been meaning to talk to you about this because this happened, and I hadn't we hadn't talked since it happened. But Eminem, Kamikaze. Yes. Have you? Yeah. No. <sighs> yes. No. Did you listen to the whole thing or no? I'm conflicted. I can. Um, I can. Yeah. That's kind of what I've heard from from Eminem fans. But I am an Eminem fan, man. I, uh, but but like I don't want to say anything bad. <laughs> It used to be, it, it used to be Eminem. If anybody talked about him, he came back out against him, and it was like a a hard thing. Yeah. Now these now all the young rappers, they're excited about it. It's like Eminem put me in a diss track. Uh yeah, I saw those. It was like uh, Instagram reactions or something. Yeah. Some of those guys were like, "Pop his song." Uh, I think it was a uh, who who is it? A uh, Machine Gun Kelly. He's like oh, popping man. champagne in a high school bathroom. <laughs> he's going to get rich. You know? Yeah. There, he's like, well, there was an interview out too, I think, with uh, Sway. Mm-hmm. You familiar with the Sway in the yeah. morning, whatever that guy. And uh, it's a two-part interview. It's on YouTube. It's really good. So, Is it with Eminem? Or? Yeah, it's with Eminem. Yeah, it's, it's, okay. This was this week, I think. And he goes, uh, they're talking about the Machine Gun Kelly thing, which I don't, I don't know. I've, you know. I'm not like super well versed in hip hop like nowadays, but like I've never heard of this dude before. Machine, I, I don't know who he is. Machine Gun Kelly. I didn't heard about him until this. But like I, said, I just I, found out he's white. Yeah, yeah, and he's from like like Cleveland or sorry, yeah. Ohio or something, right? Detroit, maybe I don't know. Oh, he's somewhere. So Eminem was was saying in this interview, he said, "Why am I going to keep talking about this guy? Because every time like I talk about him, he gets right. more famous." Yeah. He's like, I don't want this guy to eat off of me talking about him, mm-hmm. which kind of makes sense. But I mean, I only heard like two songs. A good buddy of mine that, you know, when it first dropped, like at midnight, he's texting me. He's like, this is amazing. It's like old Eminem. But you were asleep. Of course. Yeah, I'm asleep at like 10 o'clock. <laughs> Dude, you're asleep at 8. <laughs> 8.30. And then a, a guy at my work, who we were talk, kind of talking about, and he goes, yeah, it was all right. No. So I, I probably need to give it a listen. I didn't buy it. Spotify, man, it's on there. Yeah, yeah. I kind of started trying to stream some of it, but got you know pulled into something else. But I mean, to me, it sounded like he was going back to because I mean, the last couple of his albums were so bad, I couldn't. Yeah. No, it, it is. It is some of his old style where it's you know that real quick, hard hit type, and uh, but <clears throat> I don't know. I like Eminem. I, I mean, who doesn't love Eight Mile? And yeah. who didn't have it, all of his CDs and your case flipping through it? Uh, but the Machine Gun Kelly, his rap devil, the response to it. I heard that one. That one was actually really good. And you know, in that interview, I liked it. I liked the video too. Oh, there's a video. Yeah, there's a video. Oh, I didn't see it's the on, video. Uh, it's funny how those two white guys are talking about. <laughs> Two about, white guys, about two, two white, white rappers. rappers. At first, I was like, "Am I?" When this first came out, I was like, "Am I too old to listen to him?" And I was yeah. like, "Well, he's like forty six, so is, that he, not, that's the whole thing they talk about beef, and he's almost fifty. He's not too old to make the music. I'm probably not too old to listen to it, right? I mean, nah. that's kind of my okay. Good. It's like when your parents listen to the Pointer Sisters or Sam Cooke. I guess you know they're like, "I'm not too old to listen to Sam Cooke." I don't I think, like Sam Cooke. No, no way. Uh, my mom Leon and dad never listened to Sam Cooke. My dad listened to Neil Diamond, which is something I never listened to. Sonny and Cher, Air Supply. Wow. That, I don't know. What were you saying, Leon Bridges? Leon Bridges. He's, yeah, he's good. He's, he's awesome, good. dude. Like a Sam Cooke, modern day. We were at the rodeo when he, uh, he popped out with Bum B. Come on. One day. <laughs> he said he wasn't Houston enough. <laughs> I love it when people prove other people wrong like that. Oh, that's, that's awesome. awesome. I think we all got more excited about that, though. 
we <laughs> Yeah, I was kind of looking around. I'm like, are we the only people singing the lyrics to the UGK in here? Uh, I did not expect that at the rodeo, but that was awesome. So we were talking earlier before we started recording a year ago. What we were doing, we were post-Harvey here in Houston. We're we're out of League City, Texas right here. and uh, Most of y'all know Harvey hit Houston like crazy, and our our little area got it pretty bad too. Uh, Neighborhoods next door and all. you know, we went and volunteered at the HEB and things like that. Now Carolina's getting ready to get rocked. Have you been watching the, the live streams of it? Man, I saw one live stream of the, uh, man, what's that? It, it's, it's like that, uh, that like platform house. Have you seen it? I think they call it, the, mm-hmm. it's called the frying pan or something like that. It's like in something shoals, North Carolina, but it is like, it's like a, it almost looks like it's like an oil platform that they made into a house. I oh, read really? about this years ago. It was at an abandoned like oil platform or something. And the guy converted it to a house and he has a camera up and it was live. It was live streaming. And it was just, I mean, of course it's out there. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the wind just going to destroy crazy. And there was a flag and it was just, and it was nuts. It was like white out. Couldn't Where's see. Cat five. Isn't it right now? Um, I think it hit as a two. The last thing I saw, I could be wrong. I have no idea, but I wish I was Joe Rogan right now. I could just say, Hey Jamie, what category is it? Yeah. So we have to Google. Yeah. (laughs) But I I think what I saw hurricanes name Florence Florence. Who names the hurricanes? They're predicted. They have it like they have it set, ready to go. Like it's all lined up, and or is it Irma? No, no, it's, I think it's I think it's Florence. Weekends to Cat Two Storm, but okay. the surge is, is pretty bad. Well, what did Harvey hit here? It was a five, right, or a four? I mean, what did it hit it? Or what did it, what did it start off as? It wasn't like tropical a s- depression. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, from from all accounts, I mean that doesn't that didn't seem like that was a storm that was going to be like super scary no because i left i've lived here since i was six in this area and i haven't evacuated for any except for one Mm -hmm. and i evacuated for rita and that was because ike was so i mean not ike katrina was right on the heels of katrina and katrina was so freaking scary that everyone in houston was like we're getting the hell out of here yeah and that was when you know i was in biloxi for katrina Gulfport. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, I evacuated for that. And when I got back, I was working on the, uh, it was like the main drag. I was at a bank there. Building was destroyed and uh, all the casinos there. I mean, I think it was the uh, President Casino was like a, a boat. It was gone. Wow. The Grand. They had the Grand Biloxi and the Grand Gulfport. There was two of them. Both of them were sitting on the road. That's crazy. Like the storm surge picked this casino boat up and put it on the highway. And like mm. you walked straight up to it and it was like, wow. I've got awesome pictures. Of it. I'll show you to you. Man, that's crazy. One day, but my whole office was destroyed. I walked in, looked around, and walked right back out. I was like, I'm done. Wow. I mean, for, for Rita, so that was a thing, right? So my parents were in Cancun. Like at an all-inclusive resort, I good was still them. at home. Yeah, good. They were living it up. They were right? safe. They were fine. So I was. Uh, I think I was still in college. So I was living at the house, and I called my dad, and I was like, "Pop, this thing is looking pretty, pretty gnarly. It looks like it's gonna come this way. What do you, what do, what do, what do you want me to do?" And I don't know if you've seen those things. They're called ply locks. Yeah. So just kind of expensive. Yeah, yeah, so and I think I think actually a guy from around here invented them or something. But anyway, we, my dad had some. I popped the plywood See up the in the windows. Redneck or a coon ass? Oh yeah, well, he's, <laughs> hopefully he's rich now. But I hope so too. And uh, he goes, "Well, just my uncle. call your <laughs> call your sister and see where she's going." I was like, "Okay, my sister is married with kids already." You know, I was like twenty four or something. And uh, she goes, "Well, we're going to go to Shreveport." That's where my, my brother-in-law is from. And I said, Shreveport? I don't know anything about Shreveport. So we ended up going like a few days before. So we didn't get caught in any of this like 36 you know, hours on the 
freeway stuff. Dude, people were evacuating the Carolinas like for the whole past week. They opened up the highways like That's nuts. Full. I can't imagine doing that again. And uh remind me to tell you my evacuation story and uh <laughs> after this. No, with so with Rita, like <laughs> so with we went and it was just it was all right. I mean I'm not I'm not going to trash Shreveport, but it wasn't like a super exciting time. They have a casino. Well, that's, that's where we went, right? So we went yeah. up. We ended up going to the casino, and we're like, "Well, we might as well, you know, party it up, go to the casino because our house could be gone, you know, because we weren't sure what was going to happen." Well, do you remember where Rita went? Galveston, huh? Right, where? right up to Shreveport. Oh, <laughs> like it, it hit land like in Louisiana I, and went straight up to Shreveport. I have been through so many hurricanes. You know, I'm I'm from Cutoff, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. We had Betsy, we had Juan, we had Andrew, we had all these hurricanes. Uh, I remember, like, I can't remember most of them. Yeah. I, I remember bits and pieces in there. Harvey, I remember Harvey because it was here. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember Andrew. I remember, I remember Juan because it flooded and Juan water. I don't know, and that was my whole little area. And Katrina, because I was there. But like Rita, Irma, all those other ones, I, um, kind of. Was Andrew the one that hit Florida real bad? That was that one, right? Andrew hit Florida. It went across Florida and then came up through New Orleans. Okay. It strengthened in the Gulf. There was one that came. I think it came up Florida. Went around. It might have hit Mississippi or something. It came up Florida, went out past Georgia, came back, and then looped around and then hit the Gulf. Again, and it came straight up into Louisiana. I can't remember which one it was, but that was crazy. I remember everyone was like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's gone. And oh, no, it's coming back. Hurricanes are not anything to mess with. Mm-hmm. And I've sat and thought about it. I'm like, you know, man, maybe we need to just move out of, you know, move away from the Gulf Coast. You know, I've lived here my whole but it's life. Fun. It's fun. Well, <laughs> yeah, but then it's like, you know, I mean, I had to travel to Oklahoma for work, you know, and I was in Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go into like McDonald's or whatever, any public place, there's all kinds of signs on the wall, like what to do if a tornado just drops out of the sky. Messed up if you go anywhere. Let's, where's a safe place to go? Nowhere. I mean. Hawaii? Volcanoes? Well, they, make it, well, they have hurricanes too. Yeah. They just got hit by one not that long ago. Wildfire. Colorado. Move to Canada. You got politeness. <laughs> and fries and gravy. <laughs> French fries and gravy, sir. Yeah. I can deal with that. <laughs> I like the gravy. No. Oh. Dude, these hurricanes are no joke. And it, it's amazing how it seems they things that you survive one. And then the next one comes through, and it's even not as big of a deal, or and it it totally wrecks things. Uh, or I mean, there's so many things to consider. Is it coming yeah. straight at you? What category is it? Is it passing to the left? Is it passing to the right? Is there a storm surge? Is there not? Mm-hmm. Uh, how much rain's coming? How fast is it moving? Yeah, it, it could almost build like a almost like a false confidence sometimes. Yeah. You you survive a couple of hurricanes, you think I'm good. I got it, I got a generator. Yeah. I got water. I got beer. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. I got some pork and beans. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was going to look for supplies just because I got those other two and nothing. And I was like in the Gulf and all and I was like, You need some spam, some Vienna sausages. <laughs> I'm I'm old school. I'm I'm old school the way I need all I need is some water, Vienna sausage, spam. I've got gas appliances now, so yeah. Oh my god. So I haven't prepared at all. No, dude. Oh, forgot to tell you my evacuation story. Yeah. So right before Katrina hit, there was there was a hurricane right before Katrina. I forgot which one it was. And I'm living in Biloxi, and me and all my friends we go out that night. And <laughs> my dad, who is in Louisiana, starts calling me that morning. It's like five in the morning. Son, have you looked at the news? Five in the morning, I am 24 years old and living on the <laughs> Gulf Coast. I was sleeping. 
you got to look out. You got to get out of there. It's going to hit Biloxi. It's going to, it's going to be bad. You're going to, you need to evacuate. You need to evacuate. All right, dad. So I grab as much stuff as I could. I throw it in my expedition and I take off from Biloxi, Mississippi to cut off Louisiana, which means, which is usually a, it's about a two hour drive, a little over two hours through New Orleans. Hmm. 15 hours. Ooh. So from 5 in the morning to late at night, Ugh. I pull in and I go straight to sleep. I mean, I'm, I'm like going one mile through New oh. Orleans. I 10. Suck. God, can you imagine doing that with kids? Oh, God. No. That's crazy. So, I wake up, and I call my friends, and I'm like, hey, uh, how's things over there? How's the weather? That's great. Over here, uh, I think we're going to take the boat out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I kiss my mom goodbye. I kiss my grandmother goodbye. I tell my dad, I was like, love you, but I'm mad at you right now. <laughs> I get back in my truck, head back to Biloxi. Two <laughs> oh, hours even. No. What? Meet my buddies. Get in the boat. And we go out that afternoon in the boat. And then it was fine. And it was, oh, beautiful weather. We had a great time. Where did, oh, it's, uh, I guess it. It was, whatever was the hurricane before Katrina. Just missed it. Just missed, just missed it. And, uh, ridiculous. Yeah, we stayed for Ike. I didn't have a crazy, like, Rita story. Like, you know, my wife was on 45 and she was trying to get to. Magnolia, which is about an hour away from here, or so and it took her like thirty six hours or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't have that crazy story, but uh, we stayed for Ike, and uh, Ike Ike scared people. Of course, you know the media scares everybody to death, right? And no, I remember they have to nowadays. You, yeah, have, you almost have to. You yeah. have to sensationalize. You have to hype it up because here is what happened, Katrina. They didn't do it enough. And Look pe- what happened. And people stayed. Yeah, they're, yeah. It, it's bad. We know what happened. Yeah. So nowadays, they have to hype it up. They have to be like, you need to get out of here, leave five days ahead of time, do yeah. that. And all. And if people get mad, I'm not, I'm not trying to cut you off, but people get mad because they're like, I just spent money on gas. I just spent money on a hotel. I just spent money on all this. Right. What do you do? No, no, that's, I mean, that's a great point. So we we stayed for Ike, and I think this was pre-kids for me. Uh, yeah, you know, because Ike was, I think, was 10 years ago. I think is what they said. 10 years ago this last week. And uh, I, we're staying in the house. Well, I have family in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. What part? Uh, Northern Mississippi, Tupelo area. <sighs> Elvis Elvis's birthplace. Tupelo, honey. So... I, I, my mom takes off to Austin with my dad and my sister, her husband, their kids. Me and my wife stay with her mom and dad in their house uh, right on the bayou. Right, Which Maybe it wasn't the smartest idea thinking back on it, but <laughs> I'm getting calls all day long, like a few days before the storm's going to hit, you know. And it's my, <laughs> my aunts and uncles, and they're going, you got to get out of there. This this is looking crazy, you know. They're all hyped up, and I was like, "Listen, I'm not freaked out. I'm okay. Like everything's good. I think we we had our dog at the time. I was like, I got Sadie. She's fine. I'm with you know my in laws. Everything's good, right? We got everything we need. Matt, you know, it's got a generator and all this stuff. Well, of course, it's like the day before it hits. I have a an uncle. It's it's my mom's older brother, and I love him to death. But he's calling me and he's freaking me out. He's going, it, the news is saying if you if you stay there, you're going to die. And I said, well, I, I think I'm going to be okay. But I wasn't feeling freaked out until now. He goes, you got to go. Like He was like screaming over the phone. Like, you got to get out of there. And it was, so my dad was. It was past the point, though. Like, it, yeah, or like he, if you ain't left now, you're, you're going to be stuck out on the road in this mess, you know. And I mean, we lost power for like three days or something like that, and uh, it was kind of crazy though because my dad said, "Hey, well, you can go go to the house, 
I'm pretty sure the power's off, but I have a freezer full like a, full of steaks. I and, love this part when it happens. Oh, freezer full of steaks and sausage and all kinds of just. Mm. There, there's a bright part to hurricanes sometimes, and I know they cause a lot of dis, like a lot of destruction. All, but there, there's a bright part when the power goes out, and if you've got a bunch of good old boy <laughs> neighbors. You, you know, it's like, well, I've got some deer meat. I've got some fish. I've got this. And oh, yeah. It, yeah. I've got peanut oil in it. And next thing you know, for the next, like, three or four days, you are eating a feast. Oh, yeah. It is unbelievable. We cleaned it out. We yeah, cleaned out the to. freezer. And it was, yeah, I don't think I've eaten that good ever since. It was like, <laughs> it was like steaks every day and mm-hmm. deer sausage. And it was just, come on, man. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Hurricane parties. Hurricane party. They're nice. They're good. No. Yep. Did you hear about the house? The the house that exploded or the like thirty two homes exploded recently? No. Where was this? Oh. Uh, my buddy just sent me. In Massachusetts, Lawrence Andover and North Andover cause overpressurized gas valves. At least thirty nine buildings involved, multiple injuries, residents being evacuated. What? They like cr- apartment buildings or something? Uh, I don't know what it is. I, I can't get anything more than this little blurb from BNO News on it, Twitter. Uh, but yeah, explosions in Massachusetts. That's crazy. No, I did not hear that. That's man, I I enjoy the the luxury of <laughs> of gas, I guess, but. <laughs> Gas explosions have between 60 to 100 houses on fire in Massachusetts. Good Lord, help. That's just, that's terrifying, man. Well, so, you know, I, I heard a story the other day about some something. You know what? It wasn't, no, this was on Facebook where somebody's, like, dog turned their gas on. Did you see that? That was in our neighborhood. Yeah, the yeah. dog turned the gas on. The dog on. jumped up and... And it was just going and, yeah, that could have been real bad. Real bad. <laughs> like they don't have. I, I mean, I thought they had like lock like controls or something where that would lock. Yeah, like lock. I, th- the I think there are, but you got to turn it on. Uh, I wonder what the dog was jumping up there for. Maybe the dog was trying to kill. Maybe he hates the family. He's trying to kill. Him. That is so. No, like, what were they cooking? Did they have, like, bacon up there or something? And the dog was, I mean, oh, you know, bacon? You know, my my cat eats bacon. I didn't think that this was real. No cats or? Dude. I thought they eat fish. Have you ever heard, have you ever heard Joe Rogan go off on cats? No. Okay. (laughs) He says he, apparently, according to him, cats and roosters are like the most vicious animals. <laughs> but you, you got to go listen to him talk about it because, I mean, you think about a cat, you know, you could be holding a cat and next thing, bah, it's scratching oh, it's and pausing and you can't control that cat. Now yeah. expand that out to like a bobcat and think a mountain lion. Think about that much power packed into a little bit. Yeah. And That's scary. Yeah, it's... There was a guy, speaking of cats and mountain lions, there was a story I read, this was years ago, and it was a, it was like an... Arizona, Colorado. Did you did you hear the story? It was the old ex marine Black Panther. <laughs> no, it wasn't Wakanda. When no, he was no. he was Growing going up to get his paper, and he got attacked by a mountain lion, and he strangled that thing to death with his bare hands. It's on the news. This guy, he was a, just a gritty old. Like, I think he's like a Vietnam War vet or something, ex-Marine, and he goes... How big of a cat? It was pretty, it was a good size. I mean, that thing probably weighed... You was know, it a male or a female? I, I think, think it'd be worse to be a female if it was a female. I think it was I think it was a small male, from what I remember seeing. But he just said, I just held it, you know, I put my hands around his throat. And held on. And he said, that was all I could do. You know, I just pushed my thumbs in and just held on. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know if I would have the wherewithal to... I'd scream like a girl. <laughs> to, to, to try to choke a mountain lion out. I don't think so. Nowadays, he'd probably try and take a selfie with it. 
Yeah. Probably. Hey guys, look at this cat. And that's the last Doing it for the gram. last selfie you ever took. <laughs> that's the last thing on your Instagram. Dude, there <laughs> have you seen the like news reports now of these national parks where they have to like tell people if oh. you see an animal, a bear, a moose, or anything like that, don't get out to try and take a selfie with it. <laughs> go on YouTube, go on Instagram. I mean, there are videos. There was a video the other day of like a moose. I think it was a moose in the road. And this guy gets out his truck to get the moose. And he's like shooing the moose off. Oh, the off. huge moose, right? Yes. The really tall, huge one. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that one. All it took with that thing to turn its head left. Are we Are we that, like, are we that stupid yes. now? God, I can't. I just, yes. I'll read signs and I'll, I see, hear these stories and I'm like, are we... Are, are people really that stupid? You have to make signs now stupider. because it happened. Yeah. I mean, that's what—that's kind of where the, my brain goes. Is like, well, somebody had to have done this. Like for every, for that one person on Instagram who got a selfie with a bear, <laughs> there's probably like five that didn't get a selfie with a bear. <laughs> <laughs> like, like we went to the zoo. I blame Cameron Haynes. And <laughs> that guy took a picture with a bear, and everybody wants to, you know, <laughs> take a bear selfie. Yeah. Well, we went to the, the the zoo, the Houston Zoo, and and it's the, the signs are just unbelievable. And I'm like, well, somebody had to do this, right? Like, don't stick your hand through the fence where the alligators are. I'm like, really? It's like somebody had to have done that. Dude, all the time in like Taiwan and stuff, people jump into the animal cages. Ugh. Oh, oh! It's like uh it's like that movie. Uh, did you ever see Idiocracy? Yes. We're just stupider and stupider. It's it's funny how when you look at that movie, and I don't know if it's just my naivete or whatever, but I look at it, I'm like, I can see that. Yeah. You no. Know? What's the, it, what's the sports drink in it? It has electrolytes. Oh, and it's in the water it? fountains. Yeah. They put it on the plants. But the plants don't grow. Try water, but water doesn't have electrolytes. <laughs> what was the president's name? Camacho something? Uh, Beef Supreme. No, that was the guy. <laughs> it was Terry Crews. Uh, re- he was like a wrestler. And yeah. Uh, it was Terry Crews. President Camacho or, or yeah. something like that. It was hilarious. Oh, that's a good movie. Hey, that was a long time ago, too. Mm-hmm. So, so Mike Judge has got his Beavis and Butthead. Mike Judge. King of the Hill. Dude, okay. Mike Judge wrote that, right? And yeah. off, Office Space. Yeah. And he's got another one coming out now, I think. No way. Yeah. So. Probably on Netflix. It is. So, oh. Uh, King of the Hill. Did you ever watch that growing up? Man, I didn't. I didn't too Dude, much. That was my whole basis of Texas for a long time. <laughs> Before I moved out here, I've been here 10 years now, and there are yeah. still parts of that movie that come to life. <laughs> I hear I can't hear a Chuck Mangione song without <laughs> just dying laughing about it because he's always on there. And then, uh, it, you know, the whole mold issue is going on in the homes in our community. We got homes with mold in it. There's a whole episode on mold and mold inspectors remediation, <laughs> how much of a racket it is, no. and the insurance guy, and all this stuff. And I'm just watching this like, uh-huh. King of the Hill did it. If it's in Texas, King of the Hill did it. Yeah. Like, God, was, that was an awesome show. I, I never really watched it, but I, I I saw it enough to make that my dad's voice anytime I impersonate him to other people. <laughs> like, come on, Bubba, you got to turn the air off. You know, like, <laughs> that's my dad. My dad doesn't sound like that at all. <laughs> he became Hank Hill for me. Yeah. yeah. But, no, nah, I was more of like a... I love Beavis and Butthead more, which is so stupid. And I don't know. I was talking about this the other day. I was like, have you ever tried to go back? And I know that you have because you and I have done it together. Going back and watch stuff that you watched either as a kid. Yeah. Or stuff that was from like 20, 25 years ago. And here's yeah. my example. I have two. So I tried to go back and watch Beavis and Butthead because I was like, this is awesome. Like I found like a like a, a DVD or something. And it was so stupid, I couldn't hardly watch it. Like, I couldn't stand it. And I, I knew it, what it was. You know, I wasn't expecting mm-hmm. it to be some highbrow thing. 
Like, it, it wasn't Shakespeare. <laughs> it was not. I could. I couldn't stand it. It was so. It was like annoying. Yeah. And I was like, man. I you know I watched this when I was what thirteen. That sounds mm-hmm. about right. And it just wasn't like funny. Like some parts were funny. It's because it was so stupid. But I just didn't enjoy it. And the other example was Howard the Duck. Cool classic. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. You couldn't. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. I'll watch he plays like, guitar at the end. I couldn't. I couldn't watch it, man. I I think I even bought it, and I was like, "This is going to be awesome." Can I borrow it? Sure. Thanks. Like Bill and Ted, I'll watch Bill and Ted. Oh, Bill. not not the second crappy one. <laughs> the first one. They're trying the best to remake one. it. No. Yeah. Who's in? Who Who's you gonna? Who would you cast as Bill and Ted? No, it's Bill and Ted. It's Keanu Reeves and uh. Oh, that poor guy. The the guy that nobody remembers. I don't he name. was probably like that one guy that was they caught sacking groceries that from the Cosby show. Did you see that? Yeah. That was a shame what they did to him. They put him on blast for yeah. working at Trader, working Joe's, at Trader or Joe's. That's that's probably where this probably got insurance. Oh yeah, probably. Who sure owns Trader it. Joe's? Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No, but, it's Trader Joe's is like one of those places where it's like people work there because the benefits are so great. I mean, he's working. It's like Bucky's down here. I know Bucky's pays real well. I don't know if they have good benefits, but I went by Bucky's today. That place was amazing. Yeah. It's... Wait. So I need to go back to this. Okay, yeah. Let's thing. go back. He's, so he got another. He's he's the original yeah. dude is going to be in this. Yeah. They're they're trying to remake it. They've they've been talking about doing this for a long long time now. I bet you he's super excited. He. I would love it. He probably hasn't done very much though. If you look at his IMDb, it's probably like three things. I bet. Oh yeah, we're gonna Google this. Who was the guy you said Joe Rogan says to look up stuff? Jamie. Jamie. We need a Jamie. We need a Jamie. Put that on Indeed. Is it a like? Are they making like a new one? I'm I'm way too hung up on this. As you, can, <laughs> I can't get over it. Is it a new one? Or are they like remaking? They're not doing like a remake. I think it's going to be like the third or the fourth. Okay, because we saw how well this worked for. Dumb and Dumber. That was a stinker. That yeah, last that was one. Horrible. And what was the what was the prequel one that's really sucked? Dumber and Dumber or something? I didn't even look at that. Watch that one. <laughs> it's freaking garbage. Pure garbage. Yeah. Freaking Keanu Reeve. Who'd have think? Apparently those John Wick movies are like freaking awesome, but I haven't seen any of them. Oh, what uh they said it's a the style is gun fu. Oh, oh, cool! I'll, I'm all Alex about Winters. It. Alex them? Winters. George Carlin was in it. R.I.P. Yeah, Wild Stallions wasn't that their band? Wild Stallions rule. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's in. Oh, he was got to be in he, something. He's direct. He got behind the camera. Alex Winter got behind the camera. Oh, well, directed Deep Web, downloaded Beaver. Oh God, these sound like. Lifetime papers, Trump's lobby, quantum. He's got Trump's lobby. Uh, yeah, a lot of documentaries and okay. stuff like that. But uh, well, Super Ninjas, Super Ninjas, good for him. I mean, that's cool. He's creating Ben Ten. Your kids probably watch that. Oh, with the aliens, yeah, yeah. Ben Ten, yeah. He's got twenty six acting credits. Uh, that's 23 dude. more than I thought. Robot Chicken. Ah. Seth okay. Green, I, Alex Winters, I apologize. I take it back. Yeah. he's Okay. He's well, got some stuff. He's working. I bet you he's a cool guy. Seems like he he's is. In, I mean, he's got to be. He's... Bill S. Preston wait, wait, wait. Esquire. He was Bill. He was Bill. Ted and Theodore Logan. Logan. That's yeah. right. <laughs> That's awesome. I hope they remake it. No, I hope they remake it as a third of continuing where it's like them as older guys. Because at the end of the, they only made two. And at the end of the journey. second one, they like time travel into the future, get good at guitar, come back to the present and like bring world peace. And Was that the one where they like went to hell or something? Was yeah, like, and they met that? death and they yeah. played him in battleship and all that stuff. And you, death was like this, Real stoic character, and all of a sudden they beat him in like 
in these board games and he ends up being this funny guy. And oh, I think I blanked that out from my so so okay. That is so Bill and Ted's one of my favorite eighties movies. Wait, is that eighties? Yeah. If you had to this is this is where early nineties things get weird. It might be early nineties. If you had to pick your favorite like Bill and Ted face the music pre production. Oh man. I'm gonna go see that in the theater. Yeah. We, we should go do that. Yeah, that that's good. Well, that's gotta happen. Favorite eighties slash nineties comedy. Comedy? Comedy. Like if you had to pick like just to say like I know it's hard, but like top three, no order. Man. Bill and Ted's in there. I'm trying to I'm kinda of drawing a blank right now. Yeah. Because I know there were some really good I mean Goonies. Goonies. Yeah. Goonies was action comedy. I forget about I forgot uh, Ghostbusters. Yeah. Is that considered a comedy? That is. Ghostbusters was one of Could my Could be a romance. <laughs> Ghostbusters is <laughs> one of my favorite Ghostbusters. I'm drawing a blank too, man. I mean, I'm sure there's like we can go to like IMDb and top hit movies of the 90s. Okay. I'm going to bring them. I'm going to say a movie, and it's this shaped a generation. Gleaming the Cube. Oh, the skateboarding movie. Christian Slater. Yeah. And the Bones Brigade. Tony Hawk was in it. Yeah. The whole Powell Peralta Bones Brigade. Steve Caballero was in it. Yeah. Awesome. I love that movie. That's an, that's Yeah, that's that's a good one. I was trying to think of like, man, what is my... I loved the teenage point movie. break. Uh point break. I love the Ninja Turtle movies, Ninja but that's because I was a kid. Good. Who else? You see, that's kind of the genre of it. Uh, top nineties movies. Nineties Jurassic Park. That was big when it came out. My 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 boys want to like the Matrix. Dying to nine. When was that? Like ninety nine, ninety eight. That was later nineties. What? The Matrix. The Matrix was 99. 99, okay. Once again, Ted Theodore Logan. That's right. It's like seven degrees of... Terminators, Groundhog Day. You know, I'm a I'm a Bill Murray guy, so... Oh, Tombstone. My all-time oh. favorite movie. Yeah. I think that came Who out doesn't... in 93. I don't, I don't know too many, too many guys that don't like Tombstone. Don't know too many women who do like Tombstone. Yeah, my wife my wife makes me watch it alone That's because I'll recite thing. the whole movie. She's like, "This is ridiculous." Friday, ninety five. Friday, yeah. that came on the other day. Gosh. I watched it. Ice Cube, <laughs> Mom, <laughs> let me two hundred dollars. <laughs> Craig, I'm gonna lend you two hundred dollars. You ain't got no job, <laughs> dude. That was a moment. Space Jam. Friday was another one of those kind of series of movies where the they started kind of getting bad. Yeah. Like, what was it? F- Friday, next Friday, Friday after next. Friday after next. <laughs> was it? Yeah. They had a couple of weird ones in there. Yeah. Because what's Chris Tucker was gone? Because he wasn't in the second one, right? Wasn't it like Mike Epps or something? Mm-hmm. I think it was. I didn't really want to watch him anymore. Yeah, it's it's but like Chris Tucker kind of had a weird what, career what, too. Isn't there a saying like you make the first one you do the first one and then you do the second one for the money. And yeah. then you do the third one to kill it. Or if you're Rocky, you do a whole bunch of them. But that's a good storyline. It's evolving. Oh, yeah. You know the character evolves. Yeah, I don't think the Friday guys evolved too much. No, they just <laughs> they did not. They went sideways. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We get it. You ain't got no job. <laughs> you I got no car. car. <laughs> you got some tins, but they keep it clean. Keep it clean, though. Very close, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, because someone asked me, like, man, what is your like Tombstone is to me the ultimate. Like, it is the ultimate. Shawshank. Shawshank is, is very good. Who would win in a fight? Tombstone or Shawshank? 
Oh, Tombstone. Really? I think Tombstone has so much more like rich dialogue. And I know Shawshank has some very good lines, but there's so many parts. Like with Tombstone. Both conflicted characters. That is true. Yeah, that's definitely true. And Kurt Russell is really good in that role. But there's so many times in Tombstone where I'm like, I'm waiting. Like I've seen it so many times. I'm like, I'm waiting for this part. Now, like Val Kilmer was like amazing. Like this Doc Holiday Sucked as Batman. I think he's, yeah, he's sucking a lot of other, <laughs> a lot of other movies. He but, got that part. What, he nailed it. But then you have to remember Michael Keaton was Batman. And how did that happen? The guy, he was Mr. Mom. How did Mr. Mom become Batman? Wasn't he the first kind of like he was newer yeah. Batman? He was the Tim Burton. But he was, the, he was the it guy at that time. That's right. Tim Burton did do that Batman. Was that the one with the that penguin a, in it? That was the second one. Danny DeVito? Yeah. You know, I met him in Las Vegas. Really? I tell you that How story. short is he? He's tiny. He can fit in your pocket. He's tiny. <laughs> he, he, this was, this is real quick. This is a funny story. So I worked for a beer distributor and they have a big uh, conference in Vegas. Uh, Vegas, actually, I lied. They, what kind of beer? Uh, they distributed a, uh, imported beer. So it was like mm. Heineken, uh, Stella, a lot of that kind of stuff. So they 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 rotated this conference in Vegas and then Orlando. I was actually in Orlando, so I wasn't in Vegas. So I don't know if you remember this, but he went on The View, Danny DeVito did, and he was drunk. It was kind of a big deal. You could YouTube it, Danny DeVito. It probably doesn't take a lot for him to get drunk, but he was drunk. And he was a drunk on The View. full of beer. That's, well, this was Limoncello's because oh. they asked him what he was drinking, and he said, I've been drinking Limoncello's. So he... He gets off the show. Everyone's talking about him being drunk on TV. So he uh, he starts marketing his own line of limoncellos, right? I'm going to cash in on my yeah. alcoholism. Let's ride this 15 <laughs> minutes of fame into the that. land. So this was a wine and spirits wholesalers conference, right? So he's there to ah, push the limoncello. limoncello. Also saw Johnny Bench, which was kind of cool. He was selling his you know line of wines, but he's... Danny DeVito is in the middle of this ballroom in this hotel. And everyone, people are surrounding him. I didn't know what was going on. I'm like, what's happening? You know, I didn't even know he was going to be there. The penguins are. The, that, that was the, when I, so there was like a, it almost parted like the Red Sea. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's the penguin. You know, when I turned, I kind of looked and off by herself, and I'm not making this up, was his wife, Rhea Perlman. Yeah. From, I don't think from people, Cheers, yeah, in Taxi, yeah. I don't think anybody knew who she was. No one was talking to her. It was very strange. Did you talk like, to her? Yeah, she was standing like kind of next to me. And was she nice? She was very nice. And I said, uh, I said, um, hey, it's nice to meet you. I'm a Are fan. Are they still married? I don't think so. Okay. I don't even know if they're both still alive. They're alive. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I think so. I just said, you know, hey, I'm a big fan, which was a total lie because I just knew her from Cheers or whatever. And I said, it looks like, I said, your husband's pretty busy, you know, and I don't know why I even said that. It was so stupid. And I said, do you think, and I had like a ticket. It was like a a ticket to get into the event or whatever. I was like, hey, can I get your autograph? Would that be okay? And she's like, yeah, sure. Absolutely. She was super nice. She called him over from his group of people. She was like, Danny come here and he like waddled over and she's like sign this sign this young man's ticket and he said okay signed his name went back to his work that's cool i mean he didn't say anything to me but his wife still have it somewhere i think gotta find it i hope i didn't sell it like like when i met Mm -hmm. vanilla ice after his so I think it was before the surreal life days, but after like Ice Ice Baby when he was doing like rock mm-hmm. and it was garbage. He Oh yeah, God, that was horrible. He was the headliner for this <laughs> sounds so sad. He was the headliner for like the St. Patrick's Day bash at the University of Oklahoma. I was in Oklahoma hanging out with a buddy for spring break and he was like Let's go on campus. Vanilla Ice is going to be there. My buddy's promoting the show. He can get us backstage. 
And I was like, okay. Why not? <laughs> why why We're not? In Oklahoma. Hang out with, yeah, I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. What else am I going to do? So we go, we go backstage and uh, they go, yeah. And the, this guy, promoter guy's telling me about how much it costs to book Vanilla Ice. How much? Dude, you'll never guess it. This was, this had to be like 2002, maybe. Because like I said, this was before he kind of like got back his notoriety, like before Surreal Life. 12 grand. No way. More or less. Okay. So way less. This is when I knew things were real sad for for Robbie Van Winkle. Way less. 2,500? Less. 15? $1,500. And? If, if, If. Airfare included? No, this gets better. Oh, man. $1,500 $1,500 if he did the rock and roll stuff because he had to bring the band. You could have the option for him to do his rap for 1000 I would pay 1000 So they paid him. That's what they did. They did $1,000. And I was like, well, sweet. Do you guys got to like, does somebody got to go pick him up from the airport? And they go, no. <laughs> no, he's no. just got to get here. He drives his own tour bus. He drove... <laughs> He drove his own bus to his own show. And and he was like, Oh, that's him right there. And it was like a it was like a nice like a nice RV. But he drove himself. I don't know where he drove from. He could have been in you know, I don't know, somewhere in Oklahoma and was close by, but He's he, flipping houses now. That's what I yeah, it's And apparently he's very good at it. Wasn't he on that he's on he has a show, right? I think he has a show. I don't know if it still airs, but he had a show. But he did Ice Ice Baby. Everyone went nuts. He did the Ninja Turtle rap song. And he's backstage. And he's he's wearing a shirt with Osama Bin Laden's face on it. And like a crosshair. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget this. And he had like an insane clown posse hat on. It's very strange. And he was high as could be. And he was like, where are you from, dude? And I was like, I'm from Houston. He's like, oh, like DJ Screw? I was like, yeah, something like that. Yes, something Robbie. Like, yeah, something like that. So <laughs> he signed a dollar. I don't even remember asking him for this. But I think he just I think he just signed it. I don't think he just like snatched it out of my hand and signed it. That was I'm, very nice of him. I should have kept it, but I think, and I remember this. I ha- bought some chips. I bought a Coke with it. Now, looking back, that was probably not the best idea, but I think it was like the last dollar I had. I was kind of like, eh, I want a Dr. Pepper. Do I want uh, yeah. an autograph. I have a picture with him, though. So I got that. That's cool. That's, I got to see that. I've never, not, I mean, that's, the people I've met is like just incredibly lame. I've never met anybody like awesome. I met uh, Willie Nelson very briefly in New Orleans. See, that's number one. That's awesome. I met Henry Rollins uh, uh, in Baton Rouge. I was a big Henry. I'm still am a big Henry Rollins fan. Black Flag and all that, huh? Not even his oh, music, spoken word stuff. His spoken word stuff. I just thought that guy was just unbelievable how he can string a story together. Oh, uh, he's and, very intelligent. Every year around my birthday, he was either playing in Baton Rouge or New Orleans. And for like five years in a row, I got tickets. And I'd go see him, and I'd always inv- bring someone different because I'd be like, I'm going to see Henry Rollins' spoken words. Do you want to go? Any- anybody wants to go? Y'all want to go? And like at random, some person would be like, yeah, I'll go. So, <laughs> and I was walking towards my car, and I was, he played at the varsity. And I was walking towards my car, and I see him walking out to get on the bus. And I was just like, Mr. Rollins, oh. Uh, Thank you for tonight. Real awesome show. I love your show. I see it every year when you come into town. Uh, I got your tickets for my birthday. Can I get a picture with you? Yeah, sure. Thanks for coming. Cool. Take the picture. I shook his hand. That's awesome. Yeah. Have you ever had a bad experience with a famous person? Uh, not that uh, not that left a scarring impression on me. I met Coolio. Yeah, Coolio is. Coolio was a really cool story. So we're skiing in uh, Breckenridge, college trip and everything like that. It's two in the morning. And, you know, everybody was staying in the hotel, the condos and hotels. 
and we were just bouncing back and forth from room to room. And I'm like, man, I'm going to go make me a sandwich. It's two in the morning. Go get a cocktail and fix the sandwich. So I go and I, everybody was propping their doors open. So I'm there fixing a sandwich. And all of a sudden, this guy walks in wearing like a huge jacket with a hood. He's like, hey, man, what's going on in here? I was like, oh, nothing, man. I'm just making a sandwich. You want a sandwich? He goes, yeah, I'd love a sandwich. Well, man, I'm starving. And he takes off his hood. And I'm like, holy shit, you're Coolio. <laughs> and I'm just like. What are the, what are the chances? I don't know what's going on at this moment. Did so, he have the crazy? Yes, he had the, the crazy okay, hair at the time. So it, was, it was distinctively him. Yeah, this was like 2000, 2000, maybe 99. So he was still eating off Gangster's Paradise. Oh, yeah, dude. It was That was his his jam right there. Man. And so he comes in, he sits down, and I pour him a... I think I was drinking Crown straight. So I'll pour him a Crown and turkey sandwiches, and we're there <laughs> shooting a shit. And, Is anyone know. else awake? Oh, yeah, people are awake. They're okay. down the hall. I'm, I'm just here fixing a sandwich. Nice. With Coolio. <laughs> and I got this picture. I took a selfie with him when I had an Instamatic camera like the ones that were the disposable kind and i don't know how i got this picture to come out but it did and so you know we drink some cocktails we talk about all all kind of stuff really can't even remember but he was a cool guy and then finally i was like well hey look man are are you looking to party tonight or what he goes yeah i was like all right cool my buddies and all are uh down the hall right here you want to go meet we got some some guys, some girls, we're just having a good time. Yeah, let's go. We walk down the hall. I open the door. And I'm like, hey, guys, Coolio's here. He wants to party. And everybody's just like, the whole room just goes silent. And I'm like, yeah, that's Coolio. So he well, comes in and everybody's in shock or what? Everybody's in shock. He was like the headliner for this weekend. Oh, okay. I just brought the headliner to the party. Dude, that, that bumped you. I'm not a popular man. You were then. I was. So he's there. We're we're hanging out. Afterwards, I just, I leave. I go back. I'm tired. I'm a little drunk too. But, <laughs> so I leave. And next day we're on the mountain and we get up to the top of the mountain. And one of the guys comes up to me. He goes, they're, they're all sitting around talking. And he goes, and yeah. And then Buster walks in with Coolio. I'm like, yeah, I don't know how that happened, but that's an amazing story. So I'm skiing on the mountain the next day. He was trying to snowboard. Uh, yeah, that's my famous people. That's see, I have nothing. I have Danny. Oh, I have the. Uh, oh God, I always space on his name. Tom. Is it Tom Wopat from Dukes of Hazard? What's yes. that guy's name? Tom Wopat. Yes, on, he's on Dancing with the Stars, isn't he? I don't know. Tom, Tom so Tom Wopat. So like I said my my family's from Tupelo, Mississippi. I spent every summer and winter there, right? Both sets of my grandparents are from there, both my parents are from there. I was a Dukes of Hazard like junkie like what as a kid. It? Like it was like I had the Dukes of Hazard guitar. Tom Wopat and John Schneider. John Schneider, yeah. Yep. Tom Wopat apparently Google this made an album probably in the late 80s has to have been early 90s because there was a record store in Tupelo, Mississippi called Album Alley and he was there and it just so happened that he was there while I was there for summer vacation so my mom was like we're going and buy the guy's album I didn't know anything about it I just was a Dukes of Hazardaholic you know <laughs> and I met him he was cool he was real cool but like yeah, I didn't like make him a sandwich or. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's the, that's it. I, that's my trio of of like kind of famous. I mean, I guess Danny DeVito's the most famous, but yeah. whatever. The worst, uh, famous person I've ever met. I got one too. Who's yours? Will Clark. Remember him? Played for the Giants. I'm not a big sports guy. Okay, he was the first baseman for the Giants. Anyway, go ahead with yours, and I'll finish. I'll tell you mine. David Duke. Oh, God, I can imagine. <laughs> that sounds terrible. I wouldn't even want to meet him to begin with. Now, not for the, I didn't even know, this was before, like, the whole, you know. Yeah, that, that came what out. he became famous for. Yeah. So, they're actually, they're making a movie with him in it, uh, the 
Black Klansman. Or it's, it's oh, a, I think it's, it's out, a, isn't it? Yeah, I want to go see it. So anyway, uh, we're it was Tarpon Rodeo, and this is whenever he was making his governor bid in Louisiana, mm. and one of my parents' friends was like. Oh, let's go to Tarpon Rodeo and see David Duke and all that stuff. And I'm thinking, Tarpon Rodeo, yeah. Have you ever been to the Tarpon Rodeo? It was awesome. And I'm talking like, this is when I was a kid. Tarpon Rodeo was awesome when I was a kid. Hmm. Nowadays, it's nothing compared to what it is. It's family friendly now. Back in the day, it was not. <laughs> uh, so we get we, we all hop in the cars and we take off to Grand Isle. It's 45 minutes away. And we get there, and they've got all the fishing, the fish out, the boats, everything. It was tarpon rodeo. And I'm like, ooh, let's go see. Nope, we got to go see David. Oh, we got to. Oh, this we... was a fishing thing. Yeah. Tarpon rodeo. Ah, okay. It's, it's, the, I had, it's I... like the oldest fishing, tarpon fishing got rodeo it. in the world, I think. Okay. It's real famous down in Grand Isle, Louisiana. That's so. making sense now. I was thinking yeah. rodeo, rodeo. Okay, I got you. All right. <laughs> you want to be a cowboy? <laughs> I'm a, I'm a northern Mississippi boy. I don't know what tarpon yeah. rodeos are. So instead of going down there and seeing all the really cool boats and fishing and all the stories out there, we head there to see David Duke and turn around and head back. Ugh. And I remember, like, everybody's like, hi, hi. You know, this was before, so he's still in good standing with people. And he goes, hi, young man. And I just look at him and go, we came here all the way to see you, and I want to go see the fish. <laughs> and I just walked away, and I was like, oh. "So you were mean to him? He wasn't mean to you?" <sighs> okay, maybe that was maybe I was a dick, but <laughs> but that oh. was my worst encounter. I thought of another one. I met Rick Perry. Really? Yeah, I met Rick Perry. My uh, good or bad altercation? Awesome. Really? Yeah, my wife's uh, uncle unfortunately passed away. This was a few years ago. Uh, he was in. What do they call them at Texas A&M? Mm-hmm. The, that the Corps? The, the Cadet Corps. Yeah, the Corps. Corps Cadets. The Corps. He was in the Corps. Okay. He was in the Corps with Rick Perry. Oh. Cool. And those guys, I I, it's, I guess it's like a, a brotherhood it's intense. bond, it's, intense yeah. thing. And uh, I know a couple of guys in it. So Good eggs. Uh, my wife's uncle passed away. Uh, we're up there. Uh, I don't know where it was. Like in spring or something. We're doing the viewing in a... I did not know this. I didn't know that he went to school with Rick Perry. I didn't know. I knew Rick went to A&M, but we're sitting there, and uh, all of a sudden these dudes come in, like four dudes. They look like Secret Service guys. I mean, they're suited up. They got the you know earpieces in and all this stuff, and they're sweeping the room. And I'm kind of looking at my wife. I'm going, what the hell is going on? Like, who, who who's who's coming, you know? And then he walked in, and... uh He's a very tall man. Like, I didn't realize how tall he was. And he goes up to my my wife's aunt, hugs her, and he stayed, I mean, for a good while. And he was just sitting with with people. I mean, it was very, you almost dehumanize those guys sometimes. Yeah. Because they're, you know, politicians or you see them on the news and, you know, they have to be scripted a lot of times. But this was like a, a very unscripted, very like real moment, mm. you know. And he was, he seemed by all accounts, like very genuine. Like a guy you can drink a beer with. Exactly. He was very warm. I mean, I spoke with him for like five minutes, you know, or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, he kind of made the rounds and went around the room. But yeah, Doing I, that was, I, that, that's probably one of my best experiences with him. Cool. He was a cool guy. And then the worst one was Will Clark. Because mm. I was he a, just, man, you know, I was a baseball junkie. I love baseball, still do. I went to tons of games in the Astrodome as a kid, and uh, I loved Will Clark because Will Clark went to Mississippi State. My dad went to Mississippi State. That was where I wanted to go. Anything from Mississippi, I just idolized, you mm-hmm. know, because the rest of it kind of sucks. So <laughs> he went I like to, Mississippi. He went to <laughs> he went to state, and he, the Giants came to town, and I was like, oh sweet. Well, I went to the game with my uncle, and my uncle would wait. With my little cousin, my little girl cousin, after the game, he knew where like the opponent's bus was. So this this my uncle would get autographed baseballs galore. Anybody you could think of in the eighties and nineties, he's got it. So he goes, Man, we're gonna you wanna go out to the Giants bus and, and try to meet Will Clark? And I was like, Heck yes, this is gonna be awesome. And 
I had all, you know, baseball cards. I knew what he looked like. Mm-hmm. This was before, you know, Sports Center and all that junk. And he's getting on the bus. And I had a program. And I said, Mr. Clark, Mr. Clark. I said, can I have your autograph? And he turned around and he looked at me. And he's on, like, on the steps to the bus. And he goes, I'm not Will Clark. And he got on the bus. And I hated him ever, like, ever since that day. <laughs> I probably need to let that go. Two questions. Did they lose that game? I don't remember. I I think I think they won. I think they won because I was. And was it Will Clark? Oh yeah, it was Will Clark for sure. Hundred percent sure. Yeah, positive. Maybe we can reach out to him, try and get you to an autograph. No, I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> I still hate him. <laughs> Dude, we gotta we gotta do another episode of just like sports memorabilia discussion. And oh, because yeah. I have and wrestling, because I was want to talk wrestling, about wrestling. Because yeah. the best thing to happen to me this last week was '90s WWF on Twitter. Please tell me you've seen this account. I don't have Twitter anymore. I don't want to get back. Re on. react. You need to react. Reactivate your account just for this. I mean, it is. I stumbled upon a, it this somehow. This will be another episode. Stay tuned, everybody. And it is, I mean, freaking amazing. It is, it's 90s, at 90s, WWE. Check that out. I mean, this thing, so it's it's basically clips. Stone Cold fills Vince McMahon's Corvette with cement. I remember that. Dude, I was big Stone Cold. Stone Cold, Yes. Stone Cold was my so this was like what this was late nineties early two thousands right uh huh you drank Budweiser Kane's pyro he did I thought he drank Coors Light I thought it was Budweiser who knows I don't know probably one of those two what what got you what got you and who got you into wrestling did you just like come upon it as like a kid Hulk Hogan. But the, but there was there so it was like did your like dad watch it or did you just no. see him somewhere and was like this dude's awesome? Oh dude, we've been at this an hour, but I gotta tell this story. This is a wrestling story. You will. You're not gonna believe this. So, I am probably nine, ten years old, and. They had the civic centers, and that was where you played bitty basketball. You had wedding receptions, uh, fairs were there, all this stuff. They had several of them around our area. They had the LaRose Civic Center, Cutoff Youth Center also. But the LaRose Civic Center one night, they, they used to have boxing at the Cutoff Youth Center, and I would go at my dad. My dad would take me to the boxing matches all the time. It was great. I'd hang out with his friends. I got pictures of me with the Budweiser girls. You know, <laughs> classic. It, it's I mean, it was awesome. I had a real good time. So a wrestling program comes to LaRose Civic Center. And my dad and his buddy take me and his two boys to the show. And we don't, the seats we get, there's like a mezzanine up top. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't open to public. But because my dad and his buddy were, they contributed to the park and, and they were friends with everyone, they let us up there. And that's where we watched. So we had like a really awesome show down there. And so I'm walking out and the wrestlers are walking back and forth, you know. And I see one of the wrestlers. And when I tell you that, I, I go up to him like, hey, can, can I get a picture with you, sir? Yeah, sure. You know, get a picture with. Me. Guess who this was? Man, I have no idea. Was it Ric Flair? No. Further back. Uh, I'm trying to think of the time period. Andre the Giant. No, 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 no. This this would have been like late 80s. Late 80s. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Close. Coco Beware. No. White Boy. Kerry Von Eric. That's it. Get out of here. I have a picture of me at like the nine Texas years tornado. Old, the Texas tornado carry Von Eric. Get out of here. That is awesome. I gotta find this picture did somewhere. He, did he pass away? Killed himself. 
but like probably not too long after that picture, right? I mean, <laughs> no, not not because of you. <laughs> oh no, that's that... that came out wrong. But I mean, he he wasn't around very long. I no, don't think he he was. Uh, I think the whole family had a. They all like killed them. Didn't all the brothers kill themselves? Like three of them, and three I, or four of them, or something. I don't know. I don't even want to Google that. Then. But yeah, but it was so awesome because after I remember when I heard about it on the news, and I think my dad was like, "Didn't you meet him?" Nice. Oh my god, I think I did. I got. It's probably sitting in that box right there. Is like a bunch of old pictures, or it's up up in my attic. It's up in my. Oh attic. yeah, you got to find that. I got to find that. Heck yeah, that's awesome. Not interesting. So, we've been at this about an hour now, man. Oh, we've got a lot of good stuff for the next show. I appreciate you coming on. Oh, man, I enjoyed it. It went by fast. This, this was a wide plethora of discussion from <laughs> rap battles between white boys to hurricane preparedness to famous meeting famous people. 80s movies. 80s Bill and movies, Ted. Bill and we Ted. talked a good chunk about Alex Bill and Winters. Ted. That's his name. Al- I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm, forget. Ne- I'm gonna forget it. Alex Winters. Okay. Uh. Yeah, but guys, thank y'all for listening to this podcast. This is the Good Old Boy Podcast. We're just a couple of good old boys That's talking right. about good old stuff in life. Uh, if you can, please subscribe, share with a friend. If you've got a idea that you want to talk to us about, or have on the show, or even come on the show, heck, we don't care. Uh, let us know. Reach out to us. Find us on Facebook, Good Old Boy Podcast. Send us a message. Drop us a line. Hit subscribe. Thank you. Have a good night.